0: Thanks for tuning in to What is the Point? This podcast is tailored for those navigating their 20s and 30s who want to end up somewhere on purpose. We promise to keep the conversation real and honest as we ask ourselves this question, what's the point? In all the different facets of our life, it's our desire that you would gain practical handles to these deeper questions we ask ourselves every single day. So with that being said, let's hop into this week's episode of What is the Point? what is up podcast world thanks for tuning into another episode of what is the point Point? and no you do not hear the silky smooth voice of bryce clark uh you hear mine john Marts. because today the tables have turned and the interviewer becomes the interviewee as uh i get the pleasure of prying into bryce clark's life today how you doing man
1: i'm doing good this is gonna be fun i'm excited <laughs>
0: uh these are my favorite kind of episodes i I actually don't think we've ever done an episode like this but i am excited about it you'll see why in a little bit but first let me i've just been receiving so many emails uh people asking just like what does a day in the life of bryce clark look like and so i gotta give the people what they want let us know What, what does it look like get run us through a day in the life yeah
1: i'm gonna be as i'm gonna be real here um I've been waking up at like eight thirty-nine, which is not ideal for me. <laughs> I think that's that's acceptable.
0: That's acceptable. You
1: know, I, I, I've been telling myself like, what, what, you know, when my alarm goes off at six thirty, when I want to wake up, I'm like do I really have to wake up at 6.30? Like I have the whole day ahead of me to stay at home yeah. and stay, later. stay in yeah. my bedroom because, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? And my office is in my bedroom, so I really don't leave <laughs> to go anywhere. And so I'm just like, do I really have to be somewhere? You yeah. know, so I'll sleep until like eight thirty nine 9 and get up and then usually try to do a little reading or quiet time and then try to convince myself to work out. Uh, which usually happens either at 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning, if I'm lucky or I'm knocking it out in the the evening and then it's off to work. It's, it's going and, trying to find things to keep me busy, but really looking at what's next for me and just preparing for that. And even at a time like this, I'm trying to kind of stay proactive with things and honestly just focus on any growth that I can. So I've been picking up a couple of books and then you got a family game night or, uh, you know, we've been doing family din- dinners every night. So we all take turns cooking,
0: oh. uh, which has been
1: fun. So I'm cool. really stretching my culinary arts skills here, but that's wow. kind of what it's been like, man.
0: Just waiting for an invite. So, but no, hey, wh- what have you been reading? Give us, give us some, uh, any, anything good that we should be looking out for.
1: Yeah. So I just finished this book and I really enjoyed it. It's by Chris Voss. I'm not sure you've heard of it, but it's basically <laughs> uh, a negotiation what? book. So this guy <laughs> was a former FBI hostage negotiator. Oh, wow. And he, the book title is called Never Split the Difference. He talks about how, like, normally you're taught negotiation to like meet in the middle and, and that's the, you know, the best way to negotiate. It's a win-win situation, but he says there's something better. He says that by doing these tech techniques, you know, by asking the right questions, by mirroring your counterpart, by showing empathy, you actually don't have to split the difference and you can get more of what you want by helping other people and really understanding their needs. And so it was kind of a breakthrough book for me. I eat that stuff up. Uh, and so, I highly recommend it to anyone that wants to be a better communicator, or just wants to be better in conversations, or even negotiating deals.
0: Oh, so if any young adults are purchasing cars uh, coming up, just go ahead and invite Bryce. Okay, what? Hey, what's your what's your <laughs> cut? You got what three percent? Oh, off the top. no, I'd
1: just be happy. I'd just be happy to help. And. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's not for someone. It's not only for someone who's
0: trying to save people
1: across the world uh, through these hostage negotiations, but it's for for anyone who's having to negotiate a job, having to negotiate something they want, having to negotiate, you know, a salary. Like all of those things, you can apply it.
0: Mm, okay, and so this does kind of flow in a little bit to what we're talking about today, and today is. It's really all about decision-making. And I mean, we have a a lot of negotiations that go in our head when it comes to the decisions that we make. And um, this subject is incredibly broad. And so what we decided, is I just think it'd be super helpful if we just leaned in and gave the listeners, I know all millions of you, uh, just some backstory on what's going on. So Bryce, you and I talked uh, yesterday and I got a good headspace of kind of where you're at in life right now. And some of the bigger decisions that are coming up for you, and I was like, "Man, this would be phenomenal just to navigate through and so this this episode may be a little less you know informational and and tweetable comments and more like just processing." what's going on in in actual young adult's life. And we may come to the conclusion of not having any answers or you know there may be some, some cool revelations that come from this, but Bryce, fill us in, give us a little bit info on what's going on in your life and some of the decisions that you're kind of faced with, I know kind of more career-wise.
1: Yeah, well I'm happy to play the the guinea pig here and hopefully as I'm processing this all externally, I not only come to do some new revelations, but some people listening are like, Oh yeah, I can relate or oh I see what where he's going wrong here. Exactly. Or, oh I see, what, <laughs> you know, what's been helpful. So all that being said, um, so for the past you know, six months, I've, I've really been, really six to eight months, I've been in a transition, you know, work-wise, career-wise, job-wise, whatever you want to call that, but really trying to be really intentional with what I want in my future. Uh, I've read enough books or listened to enough podcasts and, you know, um, seen enough to know that like the decisions I make now will really determine what my life looks like later on. And so for me, I put a lot of pressure on myself and I really do want to be intentional with the decisions i'm making now not only in my career and my job but also with family and with my health and all of those things but today i know we're talking about job stuff and so really it's it's been me digging deep and asking some hard questions as to what i want to do i've had the privilege of starting building growing and selling a company all you know before the age of 25 which has been a blessing in my life but it's also you know i've seen a lot and i've kind of seen the mountaintop i've i've been on the highest of highs and i've i've honestly been in the lowest of lows and i've kind of seen it all and that bigger perspective kind of really challenges me as like oh man um it's not just about making money it's not just about fame or being known. Like there's there's a deeper meaning to work. And I'm really craving and desiring and want to find that. And so and I have nothing against money. Like I think it's important and I want to make money. I want to be able to provide for my future family. So it's kind of really trying to find the crossroads of hey, what can I make money doing in a job because that's what a job is. I mean it's something you do to get paid. And then how can I also find meaning in it, knowing what I've known about my past experiences, what what path really fits and aligns with my values, my passions and really the person I want to be.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, well, that's well said. And I think you are at, you, you have a luxury of obviously you've built a company, so you have experience. You've done some things that you love and don't love. So you probably narrowed down some ideas of what you, what you like, what you're good at. Uh, and then you also are not in a hurry to hop into anything because you do, you did sell the company. So you, you've got some finances to sustain you for a little while. So you're kind of at a good spot and you just don't necessarily need to take the first thing that's thrown your way. So okay, f- fill me in, what is on the table right now? What like what are some of the the things that are jockeying for position of, you know, the career that you end up choosing? Or <laughs> it doesn't need to be that big, but some things that are on the table of just like, hey, I could do sure. this, I could do that. I've been accepted to this, hit me up with it
1: yeah no uh I think I think that's a good question and and yeah it's it's not that I have to figure it all out right now and and I'm trying to understand that but what are some good next steps for me and really a couple things that I've been filtering through uh, and it's really just me trying to look back at okay, what have I been good at what have I enjoy doing? What are my skills? What are my strengths? What lights me up? And so I know like my ultimate mission is to really inspire and empower people to become the best versions of themselves. And I want to do that by being a reflection of God's light. And so that kind of guides me and and that's my bigger why. And I, I just have to filter opportunities through that and so I know that, you know, there are multiple opportunities that could fit that. So a couple of things that I've been looking at is doing um, an institute down at Watermark Church for uh, 10 months, really getting to grow in, in just my, my leadership and, and and learning the Bible and, and diving deep into God's word and just being kind of exposed to some uh, different opportunities within ministry. Uh, I've gotten to do that with North Point, and I've just loved that experience. And I've grown a lot, and there's been some challenging times with that. And I've just learned a lot about myself. And so, Mm -hmm. um, kind of continuing in that path, even at watermark is something that I think could be a good next step for me. And and I I look at it more as like a growing opportunity more than anything in in just a different way than what I've had thus far. And then I'm also looking at something like, okay, what does it look like to, you know, get a more traditional job? (laughs) And, And that's hard for me to say, because I, Come from an entrepreneurial background. I mean, I've had my own company helping Mm -hmm. start, you know, and build the point. I mean, that's kind of been Mm -hmm. an outlet for me. And so just going and say, hey, I'm going to go. Uh, work a job it is hard for me um, to to face that, but there's a you know there's a company called Subsplash, and basically what they do is they use technology to advance the gospel, and so they support churches and organizations with tech and, and with apps and with you know resources that really help them connect to their church members, and that's something I can get behind. That's a, a you know a mission, of course, that I'm really passionate about, and the role is kind of a customer success role where you're just helping customers, uh, really church leaders. You're, 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 equipping them and helping them reach their, their body. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I could totally do that. I could, I could get excited about that. And you know, that's gonna have, you know, a salary and, and all the things that come with a job. And so there's that. And then I also have been looking at, okay, what does it look like? I have a, you know, big desire to develop and, and inspire and like I kinda said empower people. So, you know, how can I use my my experience in, in vocational ministry and in small business and really help other people really find their their um uh, find their why and find their way. And so, you know, I've looked at doing coaching and either life kind of personal development coaching or even small business coaching. So that's something that's not fully fleshed out, but, uh, I know that if, man, if I committed to, you know, I I could probably figure it out and there's a lot of unknowns there, but that, you know, excites me because there's unlimited possibility and it's a little bit more flexible probably. And, you know, there's no money guaranteed in that
0: right off the bat, but,
1: uh (laughs) that's something else that you know i'm I'm literally thinking through all of these oh
0: yeah and what what makes it tough what excites you scares the crap out of me so uh (laughs) i'm like i'm like that option off the table for me just personality wise (laughs) you know not not what you should do but uh you know and, and i think even for you there are so many decisions out there you could scrap all these options and you can go be a server at a restaurant and that would be okay as long because I I love you, you, you gave the preface of man, really what I feel like my mission is what I'm here to do is to inspire and empower people. And so, sorry, that was the short version. Um, and and so I I, obviously you could do that in every one of those facets and you mentioned that in every one of those facets, which I loved. Um, I also heard, you know, with the subsplash one, you know, there's some fears of going into, that one of, man, I, this is a little bit more traditional of a work style and a workplace of a nine to five. I'm used to being an entrepreneur. Um, okay. Fill me in. Are there any like fears going into making that decision? Or are there some things like that are weighing on you when it comes to, you know, this decision?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is just the the me wanting to make the right decision, and I think you you you
0: spoke on that
1: and, and that you know all of these can be uh, the right decision, all of these can be a decision that God blesses, and all of these can be something that I can succeed in not in the traditional sense but really be able to like thrive in and help other people and and really supports you know why I feel like I'm here and so I think that's important to remember but I think I do have a fear of picking something going down that path in in two years being like oh man this is this is not what I wanted to do um, but you really don't know that until you start going down a path and so that's what I have to r- remind myself is that yeah. the worst decision is indecision and so uh, I can be scared to death about making a decision But but I've got to know that not making a decision is even worse. And another thing, there, I mean, like I've been trying to filter through is for me to make a decision and to move forward. Like it is comfortable right now for me, you know, with Mm -hmm. just the situation that I'm in. I'm home. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Like I I, I'm in Springfield. I I know people. I I'm not you know worried about you know eating next week or or you know having (laughs) enough money to do things. Like that's just not a reality. And and part of me is like ah man that kind of sucks because there's no tension for me right now. Mm, And so either I have to like artificially create tension in my life to like move forward or I have to like, dig 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 really deep where maybe it's not you know uh, tension moving me but it's of what you know a hope of what the future could look like that really moves me into a new space and so that's been something that's been challenging for me because I know I am comfortable and I know that you know I value personal growth and I cannot grow as long as I'm comfortable and so I have to keep reminding myself that and then also knowing that any one of these decisions can be good and you know part of life's journey is picking one figuring things out knowing yourself better learning from it failing mm, yeah. and you know moving forward like life is life like there are uh, a million decisions we can make it's and like box we can't beat ourselves yeah. Yeah, we can't beat ourselves up for picking the wrong one or picking the right one. They're just picking a decision. I mean, because I could Holy. pick one of these options. Let's say, uh, let's say it's the customer success manager, and and I feel like that's the thing, and I'm going, and it's great. And then I, you know, get sent on a business conference, and, and I'm traveling, and then the airplane crashes. You know, on, on the way, like you never True. know.
0: You don't have complete certainty of anything, exactly.
1: Yeah. Whereas the small business thing could be failing. Um, my coaching thing could be failing in two years, but I still have my life because I never took that plane. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yes, and I think we often go to like the what ifs. Let, let's get in the weeds a little bit more. Here's the deal: most most who you know have worked hard and um, who, in a lot of people's eyes, are successful and you know have wise advice and good counsel. I, I always hear them kind of talk about the little things, and you know it's the day to day things that they do every day. And everyone who kind of talks about Um, how much of a big deal they are. And they feel like they should be further along than they are. They always talk about the big things that they do. And so let's talk about the little things, because I know, obviously, we're consistent decisions over time, consistent good decisions, like that's what it's about. Fill me in here, just so we can make sure priorities are clear on, you know, these three options that you laid out. Like, are there any motives that come into play with making this decision like is there any people pleasing is there any selfishness is there any like status tied to any of these options where you're like oof, maybe this place would be better this one might be in nashville this one might be in tech you know or or, or this one makes more money this one you know this one gives you a higher status get like get give me like the real down low on like some of the actual things that you're walking through in your mind because yes they're all good decisions but like there there's probably some that like I don't know. Have more benefit, like financially, or vice versa.
1: Yeah, I think there's there's definitely a, a a pressure or kind of a motive to you know just go get a a job of of security to please you know family and to allow people to think I'm not crazy. Um, <laughs> that guy well, that is in mid twenties and and you know he's done some cool things, but, but then he kind of got stuck and didn't do anything. You know, people (laughs) thinking that even though, you know, and it's like when I built, you know, Spark, I mean, people thought, you know, well, when that was all going, they thought I was crazy or they thought that it would never work or they Mm. thought that it wouldn't be anything. And and then look, well, you know, it it became something and then they all completely shifted, you know, and changed their minds and we were like so supportive. Uh, You know, I've already been through that once. That's good. And so now like, I kind of know that going into round two, but there still is pressure of, you know, just picking something that that is very secure. And so there's definitely that with, like, the subsplash roll and then, like, with the watermark roll. That is going to be not as secure, and that's going to be – you know, kind of taken a a growth opportunity versus a financial opportunity. But I mean, I Mm. think growth opportunities serve us way, way longer and and, and really have a compound interest over time. And, and, you know, I read that all the time, but it's hard to actually believe it sometimes. And, you know, there's exciting things that come with going to, you know, a church like Watermark and getting to be a part of the, the, you know, the leadership and, working with staff and, you know, it's, it's a fairly big church. So, I mean, there's some pride that probably comes with that, yeah. but you know, I think sure. more than anything with that one, I mean, it's just like, Hey, if I want to grow and I really want to give, you know, the next year you to yeah. God, then I will, you know what I mean? It'll happen. Yeah. Um And, and for yep. me, like, the pressure of not going there is, is like, oh man, is it going to be good for my future financially? You know, that's really what, sure. what holds me back yeah. from something like that. Yep. And then the coaching and the consulting, that's kind of the most unknown, but the upside to that could be who who knows. There is a fear of like having a slow start of, on that and having to work another job. I mean, just the unknown of like, man, um, I've, I've done this a couple of times. I like starting new things and I like being a part of those building blocks, but it's never fun doing those alone. For me, it's like, okay, what people can I surround myself with? And
0: do I believe in myself enough to build something like that out? Yeah. And and I love this because uh, this is so just real and transparent. And so anybody who's listening who maybe they have a mission statement and they're walking through this as well, I want you to be very honest and clear about that mission statement. Um, you know, Bryce, you're inspire and empower people. I love that. And if you were to immediately write off Watermark because you're like, ah, but I I don't make any money doing that. Then you would need to change your mission statement. (laughs) Like it would have to say, let me inspire and empower people while I'm comfortable financially. Like (laughs) you you would, you would have to, there's no way you could like, I'm, I'm just being honest. Like the fact that it's even on the table shows that, you, you know, your priorities really are to inspire and empower people. And they don't, they, the buck doesn't stop at, well, like, but am I making money doing it? Well, I mean, but am I comfortable? Well, but like, or do people think I'm a success? Well, but like... You don't have caveats tied to right. this, and so I think that's so important with anybody making a decision like this. You know, you you truly understand that growth is probably more of who you are than where you're going or how much money you make. And so, first off, I love that. <laughs> and so, anybody listening, just be real with yourself. You can't lead yourself if you lie to yourself. I think uh, a wise person said that one one time. I would say, don't lie to yourself. Be completely honest. If there is a dollar figure that you're like, I have to make, like at least write it down and be honest about it, and put that in, put that in your mission statement, like seriously, or like change your mind and be comfortable with not making as as much. So I I love that there there is a just a looseness and a lightness that you carry with this, even though I know that there is kind of a stress and a pressure uh, tied to it. So Bryce, fill me in. How like how do you get into the right headspace to make A decision like this, like I know, um, you know, whether somebody's getting married right now, or you know, we we can flip the bill on a lot of different things. Whether somebody's about to financially invest in something really huge, whether somebody is choosing a career, whether somebody is about to have a kid, like, what are some things that you do to get yourself in the right headspace to like know that you're making a good, healthy decision.
1: Yeah, well, this has been helpful for me recently. You know, I I think it's easier for me to think about these decisions all the time. And honestly, uh, that probably hurts more than it helps uh, because you can overthink Mm. things. And so what has been helpful has been, Processing this with other people, people that I trust, people that are really, you know, I'm I'm part of a group that once a week, there's three of us, and and we deep dive. We kind of do a a a hot seat, and and each person, there's, you know, we we switch, and there's a different person in the hot seat. And so it's it's a hot seat of like 45 minutes of like you bring what you're going through, and we're gonna hot seat it. We're gonna ask you questions. We're gonna let you verbally process and Uh. throw it out there, and nothing can't be said nothing's off the table nothing's too crazy you're not too far gone like so hey i
0: apologize i apologize everybody this is pre-processed bryce i'm sorry we (laughs) thought we, (laughs) we thought we were processing here i'm just kidding yeah i'm sure you are at some point so all right keep going
1: Yeah, I mean, and so what we did is really for an hour, I got to just kind of share what I was walking through, and and they just asked questions and dug deeper and really like tried to to summarize what I was saying back to me because it's easy to give someone else advice. It's easy to like say things, but it's sometimes hard to make sense of your own stuff. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, when I'm saying something, I'm not really registering what I'm saying, but when they say it back to me and, and they sum it up, I'm like, oh, yeah. That is exactly what I said. And that makes 100% sense. And so uh, that's been really, really great. And I would encourage uh, anyone who is in a group, you know, a small group. It doesn't have to be a group like that. But just to be able to have an open space where you can share things and people can ask questions or maybe, you know, it's creating something a little bit more structured like what we have. But but I know that like even from that, they were like, Yeah, it seems like you've been thinking about this a lot, but you haven't really been like doing the hard work on it. And I was like, mm. Oh, really? Because mm. I I feel like I've been like think about that it, it kind of possibility. And they're like, well, what yeah. on, what next step can you take in each of those um, Ooh, that's going to give you yep. more clarity? Because we get clarity yep. you know, when we walk forward, when we move forward, when we take next steps, That's that br- action br- brings out clarity. And so they helped yeah. me remember that. And then also they're like, yeah, spend, spend some time. And, and I know this is all in your head, but write one page on each of these opportunities and write out like, you know, why why you want to do it, what excites you about it, what are the pros, what are the cons, what, like, just get it on paper, because you thinking about it is not really being of service to you. And so those two things were really, really helpful. And then it was also realizing that, like, Man, I'm I'm trying to make scenarios that aren't even like on the table yet. Mm, you know? Yep. I may be in the interview process and I'm like, oh, should I accept this role? Should I consider this role? Well, I don't even have the, the offer. So why am I <laughs> acting like, you know, I only know when I take action and I go further down those paths.
0: Yes, and and I love that, and I think for a lot of us, when we are faced with a decision like this, you know, I, I think my first initial thought is, God, please just close one of the doors and keep one of them wide open, make it so incredibly clear for me. And I don't think that's a bad prayer, but I also think God's like, dude, just get up and shut one of them, and like actually take a step. I've been. I've actually been reading uh, in Joshua lately, and, and there there is one thing that's kind of stuck out to me. And it's just in Joshua 1.3, it says, like, I'll give you everywhere that you step, everywhere that you put your feet. Um, not everywhere you put your butt, but everywhere that you put your feet. And so uh, it's like you actually do have to take some steps. God's not just going to wave his magic wand and, okay, here you go. This is the option that you need to, like – and I know that there's clarity that comes from that, but I think we actually do have to put in some work, kind of like what you're saying. And 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 it is so easy when it comes to other people's life. Like I know I've done some hiring uh, at North Point and like it's so easy for me to be like, dude, this this total this role fits you so well. Like it's so easy. Yeah, uplift your family, come over here and work with us. And they're like, dude, there's more factors than that. And like it it's so funny because I would like. I would be crapping my pants if I had to make a decision to move my family across the country. But I'm just like, dude, this isn't a big deal. Like, come on, let's go just a little bit, a little bit more. Um, like fill me in on what's your why. So I know we've kind of nailed down kind of your mission to inspire and empower people. And I, I know that there's a lot of ways that you can do that, but like what ways specifically do you feel like you could do that the best
1: Yeah, I think no matter what the opportunity is, I want to lead from, you know, a place of faith and and really lead out of God's love and strength. And so that's going to be my backing and my foundation, no matter what I do. And and part of me, you know, is excited about going into more of a, you know, maybe a business setting or a secular setting and and really getting to lead by example in that way and and getting to spread God's love and and the gospel my actions and, and through just people being curious and having conversations. Cause even in the last couple weeks, you know, really before the, the lockdown went in place, I mean, I had a couple of those conversations that I'm like, wow, I would have never had this if I were working at the church yep. and, and nothing against working at the church. I mean, there's that, that's awesome. And there's a, you know, a, a place for that, but like, I was just out in the community and I had the freedom and flexibility to do that and be around people who may not otherwise get to really have those conversations or, or hear about that. And so that was really comforting. And then also, um, you know, I, even in a pastoring role, I mean, there, there's still a lot there that really excites me and, and, you know, doing ministry in a church. And because I, I just know the power of the church, not as a building, but um, as a, as a community and the yeah, the resources yeah. that when, when everyone comes together and they really put their their time, treasure, and talents into uh, one mission. And and really a lot can be done in the community and in people's lives and and really the the ability to build up leaders and train them and teach them and understand God's word and pass that on. And really, I mean, I want to be, I want to inspire people because they see God through me, not because they see me and they're obsessed with me. I mean, I can do that in in all of those scenarios, but um, those are, I guess, are a couple of things that I'm like, yeah. (laughs) These are specific things that I would love to do. I think fit right in uh, the ballpark of uh, who I'm supposed to be. So you're laughing. Why do you laugh?
0: <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say guilty as charged. I mean, <laughs> I am pretty obsessed with you. Um, so I guess I guess I I have some I have some things to reflect on. You know, as I grow healthier, there.
1: You know what? That's funny. Is. In the past, you know, when I was doing spark stuff, I thought everyone was obsessed with me and that was just my arrogance and cockiness and, and all of that yeah. coming out. And now I realize now you know that like, it. yeah, what, no, now I'm like, man, if anyone's obsessed with me, they're they're in for a rude awakening uh, because me apart from God is, is pretty ugly. And really like that doesn't excite me or satisfy me. Like when people mm-hmm. meet yep. and see God yep. and, and if that's through me, great, but that's, that's what gets me going. It's not that they come and they're like, man, Bryce, you're, you know, you're so good at talking or, you know, communicating or, you know, you're, you're so fit or I don't know what these are things people say, trust me. But I'm saying if they were thinking that, I'd be like, I wouldn't even be excited about that. I'd be like, well, okay. Like I'd almost feel weird about it, you know? But if someone says like, man, I see how, I see how you treat people differently.
0: What is that? Why is that? And I'm like, oh,
1: I'll tell you exactly why. Like that gets me Mm. going. So there's a huge difference there.
0: Anyway, you can point those arrows out. I love that. And so let me um, just recap kind of what we talked about a little bit and and kind of package it in a little bit. Uh, One of the first things that I heard you say in this conversation was you nailed down what you wanted. Like you want to inspire and empower people no matter what. I love that. Like that gives you kind of a frame of reference on that. And then the second thing is, you know, you you talked about um, going to your community and like seriously mulling over this stuff and listening actually listening and applying their wise counsel that they gave you and then the last one absolutely was just like putting in putting in the work you you, you realize like i can't sit on my butt and let god wave a magic wand and you know boop there we go now now i now i have my answer you're like i'm not gonna stand still I'm gonna explore and I'm gonna allow God to speak to me in this exploration I am going to work like it depends on me here and so man that th- there is some good uh, practical principles to be able to pull out of this if you're in this situation maybe struggling with a career or a relationship or um, you know finances or, or, or really any facet of life um, this is just super helpful you know I don't want to checklist this and make it make it this but if you're looking if you're stuck if you if you, you know, feel like you're standing still and you're paralyzed and you're not able to move forward, like let one of these be a catalyst to you to to kind of get you unstuck.
1: And know that we've all been there. Uh you're not oh, alone. Yeah. And I think that's been the most helpful thing for me is, you know, in this group where I'm I'm, you know, pouring into the Council of Trusted Community. I mean, Second Timothy one thirteen that says follow the pattern of the sound words that you have heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. I mean, right there, like we, we can see that like wisdom and and following sound words from community and even, you know, what God teaches us is so, so important. And I think, you know, that's been so helpful for me is, you know, when talking to these guys, they're just able to, really pull out things in me that I'm not, that I'm not able to make sense of on my own. And so I I would just leave people with that, know that you're, you're not alone in this and and other people are walking through that. Mm
0: -hmm. And it's so
1: encouraging and it's so freeing and uplifting to know that like, man, these people that I'm, I'm opening up to, they're, they're in the same spot as me, or they just came out of the same spot. And when we're open and honest and vulnerable with each other, it not only frees me up, but it encourages me of like, man, I can get through this. Like, There's a light at the end of the tunnel and I'm not a crazy person. Like, This is a natural (laughs) progression of what I should go through because if I'm going through these big questions or a transition or this tension, it means I'm really doing the hard work. I believe it means that I'm Mm. really asking the tough questions, that I'm really trying to set myself up and challenge myself and make sure that I'm in the right position. Because I can tell you it's a lot easier to just pick the next thing and go and not think about it. And honestly, I've been a victim of doing that probably most of my life where I don't think about things and then I just get in it and I and I do it. And some of that's been a blessing and some of that I look back and I'm like, man, I could have been a little bit more intentional. And so the fact that you are in that position is a blessing to so see it as one, use it and pour into community and, and wise counsel.
0: Ooh, all right. That is a wrap. All right, Bryce, have you made your decision? You going with option one, two, or three?
1: Well, I think uh, I'm going to come work for you, John, and host <laughs> the point. What is the point podcast?
0: Option four. You didn't even think of it.
1: Oh, hey, I'm just saying. If this wow. thing takes off. You know, there's opportunity.
0: <laughs> hey, all right. So all yeah, all the millions of listeners, you know, and you can you can feel free to email in. You know which one you feel like Bryce should take, but um, <laughs> we're sticking with option four for right now. Uh, right. But hey, guys, we'll see you uh, next week for another quarantine edition of what is the point see ya
1: love it see you guys